Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. This is Greg Patterson, and on this edition of Arkansas AgCast, we're talking with Crash Carruthers, who's a pecan grower in Conway County. And Crash, tell us about, it was about a year ago when the initial tariff wars started that have affected agriculture so much. Um, tell us about your pecan sales back a year ago and what happened over the last 12 months. Well, in May of last year, we were getting $3 a pound. After the tariffs were imposed, it went down to today's price of $1.86, and I mean, it was almost immediately the graph just fell off the chart. It was uh, eye-opener because we were had adjusted our production and everything for the higher prices, and all of a sudden, we're looking at, you know, $1.14 less a pound, which makes you have to reconsider a lot of things that you do in your production cost. The Chinese had developed a very good appetite for our pecans. 60% of our exports were going to the Chinese market of our improved varieties. Uh, I, the statistics haven't been released for this year, but I'm going to say that we may be selling 20% of what we were selling last year to them. And not only do you have, I think the initial tariff was maybe 12%, but it, it continued to build as the year went on. So what is it now? The tariff, there was a 12% before the tariff wars, I guess is what you'd call it, initiated last May. Now it's 47%. The Chinese package their pecans whole, usually five in a package of cellophane. They want larger pecans. They want at least a 50 count or less per pound and they package those five in there and they're getting the equivalent of ten dollars a pound for what they're selling at the retail level so you can see their price basically went up to where they're if they if the chinese marketers eat the whole increase from the tariffs they're not making any money at all and people don't operate when they don't make any money at all so not only uh, in the in the trade wars and the tariffs as they built over 12 months, talk about what happened when you got to August as you're coming into, you know, preparing to harvest, and what did the weather do to you, not only to pecan growers, but also to all the other farmers growing stuff? Well, everybody thinks that if you get a lot of rainfall, that's good. Well, it is to a point, but there's an excessive point on anything. You need moderation. I depend on sunlight, and the time that pecans fill is August. And we didn't get no sunlight. It was either raining or cloudy. And so my production went from about 230 to 275 pounds a year to 30,000 pounds last year. And explain what you mean when you say fill. Okay. The kernels themselves inside the pecans, there's a skin over the kernel, and then the inside is the meat. And the meat is where the the goody is. And there was just no goody. There was a skin, but no goody inside. Uh, people have seen where a pecan kernel will be just wafery, and that's what it was this year. It was exceptionally wafery. If you take and pop a pecan uh, along its side, 
and you can see air pockets in it, that's not good. That means it doesn't have good oil content and the meat's not very much there. And this year it was just basically a skin with no meat in it. And uh, that's what makes pecan taste and have flavor and be exceptionally good. And we just didn't get that this year. Um, it was tough from both production side and from the uh, price side of it. So we sort of got a double whammy on what our production was this year plus the price that we got this year. And even people that sell domestically are being impacted because that much of the pecans that were going to the Chinese market are no longer going to the Chinese market. And so you got a supply and demand uh, pressure that's putting a downward pressure on all your prices, even people that had sold here domestically all, all their pecans. Now, obviously, we're we're doing a podcast here so the listener can hear what we're saying, but we're standing in one of your uh, pecan groves right now, and I'm noticing under the tree that's that's off to my left here, there's a lot of pecans, whole pecan shells on the ground there, and why is that? Why weren't they harvested? Uh, there's nothing there to harvest. Uh, I know earlier I, sh- I cracked some open for you to show you that there was just nothing but the skin in there with no meat in it. And uh, we harvested about 40 to 45 acres out of the two uh, out of the 165 acres. The rest of it, we sent one tractor trailer load uh, to Medill, Oklahoma, to have it graded, and it graded zero. So we didn't harvest any more pecans because it was absolutely no market to sell the pecans, and we didn't want to put no more production cost in the pecans we had. Normally, I let people, which even this year, glean pecans after I harvest. They get to come in and, and pick up whatever I don't have because I don't have no use for them. Once I've harvested, that's all I'm going to get. But this year, I tried to tell people that they were welcome to go out there and glean, but the pecans weren't worth anything. But there was several people went and picked several up, and then they said, well, there's nothing in them. And I said, well, I tried to tell you. And uh, so we, we have about 120 acres out here that we didn't even harvest. It was just, there was no uh, way to make any money out of it. It was just going to be a dead expense. Now talk about the international competition that U.S. growers face, some of the other countries that, that grow pecans, and, and, and where that competition comes from. Well, I probably need to give you a little bit of background. In 2009, the Chinese had a Asian walnut, and it was pretty well. Asian walnuts were devastated across the whole, United, uh, whole world, and so they decided to try pecans. And when they did, they liked them, and that's when the price skyrocketed to to its higher levels that it was a year ago. Everybody got interested, the Australians, South Africans, even the Israelis, and of course the Mexicans have always grown pecans, and, and they have all expanded, including the United States has expanded several thousands of acres uh, across the whole United States and these other countries. So now, with the tariffs on the American pecans, the Chinese are buying, for, of course, from the Mexicans, the South Africans, and from the Australians. And so they're getting our market share. So even if the tariffs come off today, we will not have the market share we had a year ago before the tariffs were imposed. Explain about how, obviously, if, if you can't get your market share back immediately, you've got to find some place or some way 
to to market those pecans. Explain what the industry is doing in the U.S. to try and capture new markets or improve markets they already have. Well, about two years ago, even before the Chinese tariffs, the pecan growers crossed the United States and posed a, a tax on themselves uh, to help market and help do research in pecans. One of the aspects that's mitigating some of the loss that we've got on foreign markets is the domestic markets being developed because of the health uh, benefits of the nut industry, and especially pecans. They're, they're higher in antioxidants and omega than almost any other nut out there, and a lot higher than almonds and, and other things. So the domestic market is seeing a pretty good expansion uh they're being used in a lot of places that they hadn't traditionally been. For instance, one of the local steakhouses here, there's a chain, has a strawberry pecan salad. So now pecans are being put in salads instead of just being put in pies. And uh, they're helping develop where they're using pecan uh, crumbles to bread chicken and fish so that uh, they have a better health aspect and a better flavor and things. So there's developing a lot of things other than traditional uh, confectionery products that, that we consider the pecans. Before the Chinese started buying pecans, they did a survey, and it was kind of surprising to me. The number one thing that pecans were used for in the United States wasn't cookies, wasn't pies. It was butter pecan ice cream. At that time, before the Chinese moved in, 66% of the pecans produced in the United States went into butter pecan ice cream. Which, I love butter pecan ice cream, but you told me earlier today about something that you fell in love with uh, that's made with pecan oil, and I'd never heard of this before, so so tell our listeners uh, what you stumbled across. Well, Oklahoma State had previously been doing a lot of research with pecans and they used carbon dioxide, liquid carbon dioxide to extract oil out of pecans. Then they took that oil and fried uh, donuts in it. Let me tell you, you hadn't lived until you had a donut fried in pecan oil. And, and you were not a big donut fan to begin with. You I'm could not. take it or leave it, but, but you're sold on these. Oh, Lord. They're, they're exceptional. Uh, there's a place in, in Louisiana somewhere that does pecan oil, and what they market it for is to make salad dressings. And, it, and I'm sure it's really good, uh, but I tell you, a fried donut is just to live for. <laughs> oh, that's great. Tell us specifically, uh, we're standing here in Conway County. Go back a little bit in the history of Conway County and pecans and tell us how that uh, genesis has taken place over time to what you have now. Well, what happened is I, I was a row crop farmer from 1976 until 2005, and I found out that you can mess with Mother Nature, but if you ever blink, she wins. One of the th things that's natural around here is pecans. I'm on one side, got the Arkansas River. The other side, I've got Port Remove Creek. And at the end where the Port Remove Creek ends into the Arkansas River, it was called Pecan Point by the Indians. They would migrate down here to get pecans in the fall. Then they would make a flower out of those pecans to make different foodstuffs for themselves. So pecans naturally grow around here. And there's several trees that are huge 
I will say that some are probably over 100 to 120 feet tall, and the diameter of them are exceptional, of where people have left them in their fields because of uh, people like pecans, and they leave pecan uh, trees to get nuts off of. I mean, it's a tradition in Arkansas. Matter of fact, the pecan nut is the state nut for Arkansas. It was declared, I think, in 2006, but I could be off on that. Uh, it might have, uh, but anyway, it's the represents the nut for the state of Arkansas. So, so how many acres were in Conway County, let's say, in the '90s versus how much is here now? I planted 80 acres in '95. And, 90, and 80 acres in 96. At the time, there's about 40 acres in Conway County. So with that, we moved from quadrupling the uh, amount of acres. But recently, uh, there's been some other people. There's been uh, Paul Foshi's put in 40 acres more. He had 13 acres. And uh, a Billy Welchman, he's put in 200 acres. There's a Wayne and Mike Fletcher. They put in 80 acres right across the county line from us. And Mike and Mark and Brandon Zinzer had just planted another 160 acres. So we've got well over 500 acres now where we used to have 40 in the last 20 years. You had a bad year last year between the weather and between the tariffs and and all the farmers I ever talked to, they're optimists. They have to be. Um, how much more of that kind of bad stuff can you withstand before it really starts to hurt? Well, if you lose $600,000 in a year, it, it hurts pretty good. But probably I could withstand another two years before there'd be tears in my eyes. There was lots of good years. I don't care what kind of business you're in, whether it's retail or if you're in crude oil business. You know, three or four years ago, crude oil was $150 a barrel, and everybody thought it was going to $200 to $400 a barrel. Well, today I think it's about $62 a barrel, and it's been down to like $40 a barrel, even cheaper. Usually you get three good years, three neutral years, three bad years, and the 10th year could go any direction. So... We've had an exceptional good run, and nothing is going to be perfect. So I could take two more years before I started really getting scared. And, and what are pecan growers on a national basis doing to try and help or uh, put a certain amount of pressure on trying to get the, these trade agreements worked out? Well, I'd say there's quite a bit of pressure from Georgia on uh, one of their hometown boys, the Secretary of Agriculture for the United States, is Sonny Perdue. He was also governor at one time of, of Georgia. So I'm going to say that Georgia uh, people, we got hurt. They got devastated. Yeah, they, they, had, got they a big, had a hurricane. They too. had the hurricane Michael went through. They lost tens of thousands of acres. And, I mean, it's not like you plant a soybean crop and next year if you lose it this year you can go back what they plant back now is going to be eight to ten years before it comes in production so they they have a double whammy the production was off they were devastated and the price is off 
and that's that's pretty significant impact for them. So I think that Sonny Purdue's probably going to get his earful about the pecan industry, and it is a big industry. Normally, the three big boys on the block in states in the United States that produce pecans is usually somewhere around 80 million pounds come from Georgia, 80 million pounds come from Texas, and now about 80 million pounds come out of New Mexico. Used to, New Mexico, I think about 1929, they didn't think they even had a pecan tree. Now they're one of the leaders in pecan production. Of course, all theirs has to be irrigated. That takes, and our average production in the United States is about 300 million pounds a year. So if you take 240 million pounds in those three states, you can see the rest of us just have about 60 million pounds. What surprised me is one of the producers that I thought would be larger would be Florida and California. But both of those states only produce about a million pounds apiece. Florida, because they get so many hurricanes by the time a uh, production starts, hurricane comes through and takes their trees out. California, of course, is more centered on the almond uh, nut rather than the pecan. We've been talking with Robert Crash Carruthers, Conway County pecan grower, on this edition of Arkansas AgCast. Good luck with the season coming up. I appreciate it. We need all the luck we can get. Thank you.